What's up, y'all, and welcome to the Jack Vita Show. I'm your host, Jack Vita, back here on a Wednesday, April 8th, 2020, and sports are not being played right now. That's okay. We are making the best of it. Tomorrow would be the first day of the Masters, so with no Masters to cover, we are going to cover an all-time classic sports movie, Happy Gilmore. It's going to be a lot of fun. I guess joining me in a second, but before I bring him in, just want to tell you, last episode had a great time speaking with Reem Daly from Survivor Edge of Extinction. Heard a lot about her experiences on Survivor and life after the show. It was a great interview. Go back, check that out if you haven't heard it yet. But let's get into the action. Let's bring in our guest. He joined me. Wow, hard to believe that was almost a full three months ago. But he joined me to cover the MLB offseason. Yes, technically, we're still in MLB offseason right now. How are you doing, Zach Jones? I'm good. Yeah, it's uh, it has been a little bit. I definitely didn't anticipate this happening when we last spoke. Yeah. Um, but now that we're here, I didn't even really make the connection that the Masters were starting or would have been starting tomorrow. So I guess this is uh, there's no better time to to get into this movie. I mean, Happy would have a lot of green jackets if he had a chance to <laughs> compete for them. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, we know he had the gold jacket as it was in, <laughs> in, uh, in happy Gilmore. And yeah, I mean, it's a shame they never, you couldn't see the future and all the other accolades. I'm sure he would have amassed along the way, but no, he's definitely, uh, he's definitely all time. Oh, he's an all time. Great. That was a little bit of a spoiler there. He does win the gold jacket, oh. but if you're listening <laughs> to this podcast, you've probably been spoiled on happy Gilmore. Yeah, already. That's my bad. I guess I assumed that. <laughs> Anyone who would ha- will see Happy Gilmore has seen it by now, given it's 25 years old or something. But yeah, yeah, I'll try to hold those until the end. No, no, no. no. <laughs> I was just giving you a hard yeah. time. <laughs> so Happy Gilmore, the classic hockey player turned golfer comedy from 1996. I want to say this was Adam Sandler's second film that he made yeah i'm not exactly sure but i'm a i'm a big adam sandler guy but i am more so probably like most people like some of the earlier movies he made yeah and then you know the late 2000s till now i guess the movies haven't haven't been as great at least in my opinion although i just saw uncut gems and that was actually that was actually pretty good but it was a different different type of adam sandler yeah i need to see that one yeah but uh yeah I, i like i'm really a big fan of the old ones like happy is one of my favorites um mr deeds i like the longest yard um billy madison and and the water boy are, are funny too i don't like him as much I, I think oh really i like i mean i like him but i i mean i like happy gilmore a lot more i probably you know mr deeds would be up there for me longest yard but yeah really just the earlier stuff in general so that's interesting because when you started talking early stuff i thought you'd be talking primarily 90s but it seems like a lot of stuff you like came in the mid 2000s yeah i would even say i'd cut it off probably around like 2006 ish click i did like click too yeah click is underrated it's a good one yeah click's a good one um and you know sometimes they're kind of cheesy and a lot of times you see some of the same cast members. I actually kind of like that. I think those guys are funny, but, uh, Oh yeah, it's great. But, uh, yeah, yeah. I cut it off around there. So I even, maybe I even like some of the 
my timeline goes a little bit later than most, but yeah, I'm uh that's probably where I'd cut it off. So Airheads was his first movie, nineteen ninety four. I actually never saw it, but I think he was like he was one of the main characters, but he wasn't I don't think that was a really big hit or anything like that at the box office. So I always think about Billy Madison really being the start of the Adam Sandler franchise. So Billy Madison, 1995, Happy Gilmore, 1996. Those two being so popular, just, I don't know. Billy Madison, it seems like it's got a cult following to it because I don't know how big of a hit it was at the time, but it's just a legendary comedy movie at this point. Those two movies come out and those really launch his career in film after Saturday Night Live just took him out of the cast in the middle of his last season with the show. Yeah, I, I've, not, I've actually never even heard of Airheads. <laughs> yeah, but, and yeah, I don't know too much about that. I know that SNL kind of just fired him from, yeah. from what I know. And then, but yeah, I mean, it looks like it turned out pretty well because, you know, those first two or first three, I guess, turned out well and kind of kind of got him going there. Yeah, so Billy Madison, and that's where, so those two films end up being the name behind his production company now, Happy Madison Films. Yeah, yeah, that's right, yeah. I have noticed that, but I never really, um, is that like, is, is, that a, is that a person, or is that just the name of the, no, the it's company? Just, it's the uh, it's the production company. Yeah. And where did the name come from? He just, well, he combined the, the names of Billy Madison and Happy Gilmore. Oh, so the production company was after those yes. came after those two movies. Oh, okay, I did not know that. <laughs> I thought it was the opposite way around. I thought the company came first, and then okay, all right, that's interesting. So, what a run! I think his best four movies come from '95 through '98: Billy Madison, Happy Gilmore, The Wedding Singer, and The Water Boy. Those are my four favorites. Wedding Singer's great. I, I left that one out a minute ago. I'm glad you brought it up. Yeah, <laughs> that that's a good one too. Yeah, that one's uh, that one's kind of underrated, also at least for our generation. I feel like a lot of people haven't really seen that movie, or at least doesn't get talked about as much. It's very underrated. Uh, it's good one. It's the first yeah. of the trifecta of movies that he shot with Drew Barrymore. Yes, he does have. So it's that Fifty First Dates, and then Blended. I never saw Blended. You see it? Yeah, I saw it. I I liked it. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Fifty First Dates is okay too. Fifty First Dates is a good one. It's yeah. it's more of it's not really a movie that the dudes just get together and watch, but right, it's a, it is a good one. Yeah, and that, I think that's early two thousands as well. That's oh four. Okay, yeah, so you had a pretty good span there. Yeah, Anger Management. You like that one? Yeah, yeah. I forgot about that one too. Yeah, him and Nicholson. Nicholson's and then, hilarious in that movie. Yeah, Big Daddy. I think I only saw Big Daddy Big once. Daddy's that was ninety nine. I like Big Daddy a lot. Yeah, I can't, I can't believe I didn't mention that one either. Wow. <laughs> okay, yeah. I, maybe I like Adam Sandler more than I thought. <laughs> What's the low point of his career? What's the movie you saw that you were like, ah, this is this is not a good one? I I saw about um, 10 minutes of... I never even saw Jack and Jill. I just assumed that, <laughs> yeah. that I wouldn't <laughs> like that. But there was, there was like 10 minutes of it was like... That's my boy or something. Oh, actually, I enjoyed that one. Did you? Yeah. Maybe it was. Maybe I. Maybe I should have watched more than ten minutes. Cause I saw yeah. that one. And like after like a few minutes, I was like, "All right, this isn't really." 
one of the things I love about his movies is he just loves casting random cameos in the movies. And there's yeah. one that we will certainly be talking about from this one in Happy Gilmore. But they're always these really random cameos. And, and uh, that's my boy. He's got Rex Ryan. That part's actually funny. But I didn't see that in the movie. <laughs> I saw it on YouTube where he has like a Belichick uh bobblehead yeah yeah, bobblehead. <laughs> yeah yeah okay that, that that is actually funny another one though have you seen murder mystery with Jenna i Hansen? saw some of it i didn't see the whole thing yeah it was it just wasn't great i mean it was okay uh i don't know what about you what do you got for i would for? say the one that i saw that i just really i think there are a lot of them that you might not say oh you know like murder mystery it's nothing remarkable but it's a fun movie yeah and there are several of uh-huh. them the like over the last 10 years that have come out um and you can just kind of watch and have fun with like just go with it another one maybe the grown-ups movies where we know yeah. movies but you you just kind of sit back and enjoy it the one that came right. out on netflix that really I don't remember having any redeeming qualities was called <laughs> The Do-Over. Do-Over. It was with him and David Spade. It was a very strange movie. I only laughed a few times, <laughs> funny. That's not, that's not good. <laughs> that's not a good review. Uh, <laughs> I have not seen that, but I think you make a good point that his bad ones are kind of like, you know that, all right, this isn't going to be great. I'll get a couple like stupid laughs out of it. It'll be fine. Like, I'm not going to watch this movie that many times. So, you know, it could be a lot worse for... I enjoyed the the week of, the one where his daughter is marrying Chris Rock's son. I've seen previews for that. I've never, I've never seen it, though. That one is a fun one. That's like, if you, again, if you want to watch one that you're not going to take super seriously, it's just the week of their wedding. And there's one scene in that movie that is just so outrageously hilarious. I'll I'll have to send it to you after we finish this. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I can see it. Yeah, I mean, you know, I like Chris Rock. I get him saying obviously, so probably be all right. Yeah. So this one, Happy Gilmore, the movie that started it all. Well, I I shouldn't say started it all, but followed up the success of Billy Madison really early in his career. And I, I got to say, this is one of my all-time favorite movies. Yeah, I'd agree. Definitely definitely top five for me. This is what got me going with Adam Sandler, I think. Uh, for a while, he was one of my favorite actors, probably. Maybe. He's probably still up there. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'd say this is this is probably his best. So this movie, when do you remember seeing it for the first time, Zach? Oof. Probably... Probably late, maybe junior high or early high school. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. I saw it in eighth grade. It was one of the first PG-13 comedies that I had seen the whole movie. Mm-hmm. And I just thought it was so outrageously funny. <laughs> Some of the jokes that you watch them now and like... I think what's great about this movie is the replay value. It's one of those movies that yeah. anytime it's on cable... I'll flip over to it and I'll inevitably watch the rest of it. <laughs> right. And yeah, and there's just so many outrageous moments and scenes that are just so ridiculous that yeah, you could no matter how many times you watch it, it's still enjoyable. Like one of the lines I remember thinking was hilarious that I watched when I was 
13 was the line where he talks about he break he when he broke the rake and threw it into the woods and <laughs> yeah. he's like the rake's made of wood and i just thought it should be with his family yeah and it wouldn't even testing its sturdy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't break it <laughs> i was testing its durability yeah he's, he's got some some good one-liners in there <laughs> and so like that line it didn't really like i i watched it last night and i'm like okay that that was funny but it was maybe since I've seen this movie over 60 times, it's not as funny as it once was. Or maybe that humor is funnier to like a 13 year old. But there's subtle pieces of humor in this movie that jump out at you every single time that you watch it. Yeah, it does change because as a kid, when you're younger, there are probably some scenes that you think are so hilarious, but they're probably more like stupid. Yeah. And then as you get older, <laughs> you realize the stuff that's maybe a little bit more subtle, but you find that funnier because you're like, okay, like that suit scene is still kind of funny, but just not as much. <laughs> For instance, I've got one here, a subtle okay. scene in this movie that I was just, I was on the floor laughing last night right. when I was watching it. When, and we'll talk about Shooter, the best villain in any sports movie ever. Oh, that's my t- that's that was going to be one of my takes. <laughs> All right, we'll, sorry, you beat me to it. We'll talk about Shooter in a little bit, but Shooter. I think I know what we're going to say, but go what, ahead. <laughs> what am I going to say? Are you going to talk about Ben Stiller? Oh no, I was going to talk about Shooter. Okay, go. No, go ahead. Okay, say Ben Stiller for me. Yeah, you you give the Ben Stiller one. <laughs> so Shooter McGavin, played by Christopher McDonald, we're introduced to him in this scene at the Waterbury Classic or the Waterbury Open, and he's ta- he meets Virginia Venet, the public relations director, played by Julie <laughs> Bowen, who's now on Modern Family. Who knew? Yep. And they're, I think their series finale is tonight, by the way. Oh, fun fact. wow. I, I on Twitter. N- never really was a big I watcher. I don't watch the show either, but I saw it. And, uh, I'm a feat that day. Anyway, go on. <laughs> so he meets Virginia Venet is just like, hey, I'm Virginia Venet. I'm public relations director on the tour. Really great to meet you, Shooter. And he says, oh, yeah, that's great. <laughs> Can you go get me a Pepsi? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then well, don't, don't forget the end, though. Is it miss? <laughs> Diet? <laughs> yeah. Oh, and one more thing. Diet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Diet. That's great. No, I've heard he does some very interesting things in public relations. Yeah, he's like, yeah, like he's such a subtle scumbag, but that's yeah, little things like that that are <laughs> hilarious. Give me the Ben Stiller one. What what were you thinking of? No, I was just gonna say, yeah, I mean, Shooter's definitely up there as as an all time villain, but I think uh, Ben Stiller's character is super underrated in this movie as well as as a support role, just like the the mean worker at the, um, the nursing home. <laughs> just, I mean, I can't, not, not even necessarily a one quote in particular, but just his, his character overall is, is he's another one up there for me. <laughs> now you will go to sleep or I will yeah. put you to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. And just the fact that they get a guy like him for such a small role like that, um, and I guess that was a while ago. I mean, who knew what? Well, that was... See, this is interesting. Bensler, he's not credited in this movie. This as is before as... Stiller gets really famous. He, I mean, this is like 1996. I think he was on an episode of Friends around this time. It was before he was... He was just 
being cast in movies as this type of role, just a minor character. Yeah. Okay. So that that's a good point. That makes a little bit more sense. But yeah, I think yeah, he, he, he does great in that one. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, he's, he's one of my favorite characters too. Ben Stiller can really do it all. Oh yeah. Uh, let's uh, let's go back to the start of this movie, and we'll we'll tackle some of these themes along the way, some of these moments that we love. We're just gonna talk today about how much we love Happy Gilmore. Let's go to the beginning of the movie. Right away, we're introduced to this Happy Gilmore character. This little opening scene where you see his backstory and one of the songs that becomes synonymous with this movie, Tuesday's Gone by Leonard Skinner. This opening scene, you get a glimpse of his former jobs. He tells you his love for hockey. One of the lines that I love in this scene, uh, another one that's just funnier to me now as a 25-year-old, my dad worshipped hockey. My mom didn't. That's why she moved to Egypt where there isn't a hockey rink within 1,500 miles. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I kind of forgot about that one. Yeah. Wow. That's good. <laughs> so there's this guy, and he's got a strong slap shot, but he can't skate or really do anything other than it seems like he can mm-hmm. fight, and he can. Uh, he's got a slap shot. Is there anyone... In the right. in the sport of hockey, that he reminds you of? Ooh, not maybe not in the real sport of hockey. Um, I'm not a big hockey guy. So I don't I don't know. But here's uh, no, I got nothing. <laughs> I don't really watch hockey. I was thinking maybe like Daniel Carcillo, who was on the Flyers uh, back when the Blackhawks won the Stanley Cup, and they ended up coming over to the Blackhawks. He just kind of skated around and looked for fights and hit guys. Yeah. Just shoot a slap shot every now and again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, you can use a guy like that. I feel like every hockey player has this great slap shot, and any pro hockey player does. Yeah, I'm sure that's true. Yeah, and they. I mean, yeah, they should snag Gilmore and that guy. The uh, I don't know if he's the coach or the guy making cuts. Yeah, like that guy too. Just sit there next year. <laughs> like what a scum, what a scumbag. <laughs> just no, talk to the oh, guy. Well, he's like. Uh, hey, you didn't call my name. Gilmore, Gilmore. I called your number, didn't I? Yeah, he's like, no, oh. no, you didn't. Oh, better luck next year. <laughs> better luck next year. <laughs> yeah, that's brutal. I feel for happy in that moment. I feel like every scummy character in this movie is a cartoon character to some degree. Exactly. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> it's it's so unrealistic. Like, Shooter McGavin is most... There's just no way any adult human being would ever act that way, <laughs> but but it's very entertaining. <laughs> and uh, another one that is really funny in the opening scene is Dad dies and he meets his grandmother. It seems like he didn't had never met his grandmother before, which is interesting. Yeah. I don't know how that's possible. That doesn't really add up. Yeah, but, but she he said, oh, but it was okay because she greeted me with a Gene Simmons from Kiss mask. The door. Yeah, that's that's exactly what every little kid just lost <laughs> their their parents would want. <laughs> makes makes perfect sense. Yeah, it's a. It's a interesting intro. So we see that this happy, he's not a very good hockey player. It's he, we don't even know what this team is that he's trying out for, but it's probably right. some minor league team, semi-professional team. Yeah. And he just he keeps going for it and yet somehow he's paying rent. I don't know where he's getting any money cuz it doesn't seem like he has a job. Yeah, no. I don't <laughs> think so. Or is it 
Is this the no, no, I'm thinking of a different day. I'm saying, yeah, I don't know. I was thinking of Big Daddy when he, he gets his foot run over, Big Daddy, and he's getting like medical payments or he's getting payments from, I don't know, like some lawsuit, but a different movie. Different movie. Maybe it. he's living off of yeah. his, maybe his girlfriend's paying for stuff because he gets, Could at be. the beginning of the movie, we see his girlfriend leave him and he, he says, I had a rough day. She says, bye. <laughs> <laughs> when are you coming back? Never. Yeah. She's like, great. I got to I gotta run. <laughs> yeah. I knew the guy. I went to high school with the guy at Subway, so we got extra balls. She said, great. <laughs> I got to go. <laughs> I had a really rough day. Bye. I've seen those kindergarten paintings, and they suck. <laughs> <laughs> Channeling a little bit of uh, Billy Madison there. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> You're a lousy kindergarten teacher. <laughs> Yeah, it's classic. <laughs> but the we're introduced what the, the dilemma is here. This guy needs to raise money because he loves his grandmother. His grandmother hasn't paid taxes in years, apparently. Yeah. Somehow, she manages to owe 270000 to the IRS. How is that possible? <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know how they come up with that number. Yeah, how, how is she getting away with that for yeah, like, <laughs> however long that was? How did she uh, owe that much? That's what I want yeah, to know. Yeah, yeah. What was going on? She's some sort of like a compulsive gambler. She gambled her money away or something like that. Yeah, that's a that's a good observation there, Jack. Yeah, it's a it's a huge hole in the plot line of Happy Gilmore. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't I make like, any doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I like the scummy IRS guy who's oh, like yeah. uh, Happy's like you're just gonna take her stuff, and he's like I'm <laughs> not taking her stuff. The, 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 this isn't all going over <laughs> yeah, to my yeah. place. The government is taking his <laughs> yeah. stuff. It's not like I'm taking her stuff and, and bring it over to my place. So don't get mad at me. <laughs> and he just throws them through the door. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm not taking her stuff. It's not my place. <laughs> yeah. And so then he ends up going out on the lawn and there's some guys who are moving stuff around. And he. I actually like this part that because there's a part there. Um, he so obviously he drives at like 400 yards yes and he and he hits a guy <laughs> and then one of the workers is like you hit that guy and, ha- and happy's defense like, you shouldn't have been standing there <laughs> yeah. like what do you mean man <laughs> he shouldn't have been standing there <laughs> he's in the middle of he's in the way of my he's slap just, shot <laughs> yeah yeah he's in the middle of his, of his yard but yeah that's just that's the one line I like in that scene. But that's a good other one. Other than that, other than that, we can move past it. No, there's a lot. Of, there's a lot of good stuff in that scene. But yeah. for the sake of time, he figures out, man, I could swing this golf club pretty far. Maybe I can go over to the driving range and see if I can outdrive people for money. And we do a bet, hey, twenty bucks, to see if you can outdrive me. And that's where we meet one of the best movie characters of all time Chubbs Peterson oh guy's a legend <laughs> happy happy owes him everything he has <laughs> yeah which is another like he just I mean thank god Chubbs was there that day giving lessons to that woman with just a pitiful golf swing but <laughs> yeah. it's neither here nor there Chubbs is so disengaged and he's just like yeah. reading a book or a magazine <laughs> right yeah oh no he was waiting for a 
a good student. Look happy. And one of the things we haven't even talked about, the golf swing that Happy has. A very original golf swing. And I'd never before, I mean, we were too young at this time, but I'm sure no one had ever thought of getting some type of a running start on their golf swing and trying to carry momentum over, like momentum type of shift that you would have baseball swing. No, definitely not. And I mean, I'm not the strongest golfer, but I think everyone is attempted at at some point <laughs> exactly yeah. yes and since then anytime you're at the driving range chances are there's some 14 year old who's trying to do it <laughs> exactly yeah i can't imagine that would work very well i mean if it did somebody would have to be doing it professionally at this point right <laughs> it's just it's an insane amount of hand-eye coordination yeah. if you could figure it out and you could perfect it every single time then you could have the type of success that happy did. Like I could see you getting more on your drives as a result, but you probably hook a lot and slice a lot. Right. Yeah, exactly. There's, there just no way to be consistent. Yeah, no way. Chubbs is so great. And we find that there's, again, these are the subtle, subtle things that you realize more as you're an adult. That's just funnier. Chubbs says I was named, I was Sports Illustrated said I would be the next Arnold Palmer <laughs> in the year 1965, uh, but I couldn't play on the pro tour. <laughs> oh, because you're black. Yeah. No, dang alligator bit my hand off. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, that's incredible. Chubbs just has a wooden hand this whole movie. <laughs> yeah. That keeps getting messed up and run over and all kinds of stuff. Right, yeah, just the most useless hand. <laughs> just a piece of wood that's attached to his arm. Zach, have you ever seen the movie Kingpin? Kingpin? Yes. I have not. Oh, it's a bowling movie from 1995. came out a year before, and there are a couple similarities between movies. Number one, Woody Harrelson loses his hand in a very strange accident. Uh, no, no spoilers here. Won't give anything away, but the whole movie, he has a rubber hand. Oh, wow. In addition to that, there's a bad guy in that movie that really, if there's anyone who's as good as shooter, it's Bill Murray in that movie. He's amazing. Okay. In that check movie. it out. That's a pretty good cast. <laughs> yeah. Check that out at some point. So I would have en- embraced a debate over who was the ultimate bad guy for a movie, but oh, that won't be happening today. No, that's a shame. <laughs> that's a shame I haven't seen it, because that would be a great debate. But, um, yeah, I mean, for now, I guess it's Shooter. There's a subtle nod to Carl Weathers, the actor, of what he did with his career, because he says, why didn't you play a real sport like football? And in real life, he actually played semi-professional football. Oh, really? Yes. Wow, I did not know that. I think he was a practice squad guy with the Oakland Raiders. Okay. Wow. Wasn't aware of that. That's pretty cool. I mean, I guess you can see it. He is a big guy. Out of all these characters, how would you how would you rank them? I would definitely say shooters number one. Yes. Um then I probably would go Happy. I mean, I love Happy. Uh, <laughs> Happy's great. I think I would say Chubbs, too. Really? And then Happy 3, yeah. And I'd, I'd put Ben Stiller in the top five. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's hilarious. <laughs> and then I kind of like the uh, the Red Lobster guy that's working with Shooter. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. He's funny. 
<laughs> or, or Sizzler. I don't know what it is. Yeah, we we could go to the Sizzler and get some grub. <laughs> Shooter, I thought we were going to be friends. <laughs> oh, we are friends. Oh, we are. I just got to go. <laughs> oh, man. Chubbs talks him into the idea of playing in the Waterbury Open, which I've never heard of a, a tournament like this where anyone can just enter this golf tournament, and if you win, all of a sudden you're a pro golfer. Yeah, that makes no sense. Yeah. <laughs> there's, <laughs> there's just no way. Um, but, yeah, I mean, that's just not, that just wouldn't happen. <laughs> but, hey, for the sake of the movie, it's uh, it works. Gets happy in there. <laughs> yeah, and then Happy ends up, spoiler, Happy wins that golf tournament and is now playing on the Pro Tour. And uh-huh. Happy is sort of, I feel like he was ahead of his time. If he were to come around in 2020 with social media, golf would just be exploding. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, if you think about, I mean, that that happened with Tiger Woods. Yeah. But, I mean, you know, Tiger wasn't nearly as, I mean, you know, Tiger's Tiger, but happy Gamora's. Tiger wasn't having antics on the course. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. No, I, I would. I would watch every time Happy Gilmore's out there. <laughs> <laughs> that was real. That'd be unbelievable. It'd be unreal. Yeah. But um, yeah. No, nah, that would be that would be something. We we have our plot for our movie. Happy has a chance to win the money by playing on the golf tour, and along the way he meets some people. He turns down. Chubbs is disappointed because Chubbs wants him up and help him take some time but happy needs the money right away yeah exactly no that's uh that's kind of a good scene too to convince him and, and happy says no and there's some some expletives in there <laughs> in that scene <laughs> but uh yeah it's funny yeah i mean at the end of the day he just needs the money but um no he i'm sure he could have benefited and eventually he gets around and and, and chubbs helps him out a, a bit with the with the putting and another great scene but uh yeah at the end of the day he's, he's got to pay grandma's bills so Zach, we've set up the plot. Let's just let's run through our highlights from this movie. What is? Give me one of yours first. What's a favorite quote, favorite moment, thoughts you have on this movie? I mean, I think the last putt is obviously great. That's kind of a. It's kind of too easy though. It's you <laughs> yeah, know, yeah. It's kind of lame to pick that one. I do <laughs> really like the putting scene where he learns how to putt and go to mini golf course. And like the clown, <laughs> he, <laughs> he breaks the clown. Um, Chubbs gives him the the putter that's you know resembling a hockey stick in some way, but that that's also the scene you know where Chubbs kind of where it's the end of Chubbs, unfortunately. Um, yeah, which is a comical movie. Yeah, death. yeah, like it's okay, and then. But then, <laughs> and then the next scene, shooter is just like, oh, I'm, I'm going to play this tournament in Chubbs' memory. Um, but another one I like, another one I like, <laughs> I think is a funny line is when they're interviewing Shooter, and it's kind of like a subtle like passing through transition. They're interviewing Shooter, he's just, and you see him saying like, "Yeah, hey, I don't know, I don't know what it is about this winning streak. Come on, and, you know, the whole the whole seems to get bigger." And they're like, "Hey, would would you say you're the favorite here?" He's like, "Ah, I don't, I don't know if I'm the favorite. I'd say I'd say the real sit, uh, or excuse me, the real winner today is the city of Portland. Every time I come here, it gets hard to leave, and it's just the most like." 
you can just tell like he's so full of it like he's trying to like pretend to be like this guy it's like dude just just save it man <laughs> but yeah i mean that's why he's so funny it seems like the press liked shooter like they don't really see the kind of jerk that shooter is yeah no he was fooling him yeah which is yeah which is the funniest part <laughs> I like uh, I, I really like Kevin Nealon's appearance in this movie. Another guy from this Sandler crew who shows up in a lot of stuff. At the time, he was probably the Weekend Update guy on SNL. If I can't remember if it was him or Norm at the time, but Kevin Nealon, feel the flow, happy ride the bull, feeling the flow. <laughs> He's that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The carousel guy. Yeah. Put the quarter in, it goes, harness good, block bad. <laughs> also yeah, love funny. both caddies that Happy has in this movie. That's, um, yeah, the first one. <laughs> Mr. Gilmore, I'm your caddy. <laughs> <laughs> we go with Club Spunk. Yeah, he's great. And then his second caddy is awesome. The carousel guy, he's never really a main character. No, he's, he just shows up in that really one like, scene as like a the golfer that he's playing with and he seems like a pretty friendly guy yeah. i don't know why happy got so mad at him yeah and even the uh but even in other adam Sandler movies he's really just you know he's, he's occasionally he will show up I, i've never really seen him in any other movie yeah they're all cameos yeah which you know good for him yeah it's working out yeah well they were on snl together okay yeah, yeah kevin nealon sense okay but, uh, <laughs> yeah, then the, wait, why don't you just send him home? He's already packed his bags. <laughs> just just send him home. He's got his airplane tickets. Just send him home. <laughs> Which is the first antics that everyone sees Happy uh, participating in on the, on right. the tour. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it gives him a putter throw. Um, <laughs> are you too good for your home? Yeah, that's a great scene, too. There's so many good scenes. There's, there's so many quotes. I feel like Happy would have really fit in well with Major League Baseball 2020 with Let the Kids Play. He'd be everything they're looking oh, for. Oh, yeah. But then, like, the old school guys would hate him, too. <laughs> so Yeah, no, but the least. The le- yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's kind of the same thing. <laughs> totally. Yeah, because he's quite, he's controversial, but... You know, he's bringing in popularity, bringing in new youthful sponsors, as, uh, as Doug will say. I think that's his name, right, Doug? Uh, yeah, Doug. Yeah, Doug. There you the go. tour president that somehow seems to be handy whenever you need him, like on the course. The shooter lands the ball on Mr. Larson's leg. It was a great character. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the president just happens to be there to give the ruling. <laughs> yeah, he's just right there. Like, hey, yeah. hey Doug, Doug. Yeah, Doug's he's like ten, he's ten feet away. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I never really realized that. I never really noticed that. He's like, no, no, I'm here. <laughs> the official like, ruling right here. Can you imagine Rob Manfred is just like like uh, <laughs> that incident we had in the World Series last year that uh, Trey Turner play, and uh, Trey Turner just said, "Hey, Rob, Rob, what's yeah. what's the deal here?" <laughs> Which also would just never happen. Nick. You would never. There's no way you're hitting it off the guy's foot. Like, there's a different pool for that. Yeah, exactly. I don't know what it is, but... No, you get a drop. Like, you're not hitting yeah, it drop, off right. someone's foot. <laughs> right. You lose a stroke for that? No, he didn't. Okay. Would you, and, No. Okay. If you hit it on the cart path, you get a drop automatically. Okay. And you don't lose a stroke. 
Good to know. Good to know. And that's another thing. The last putt, there's no way. Okay, dude drives a car onto the course, crashes it into that, uh, whatever that tower is, and then the tower ends up coming down from people standing on there. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, ignoring the reality of this and what the real-life rules are, I don't even think that Doug made the correct ruling that Happy had to play it as it lies because when Happy performed the shot, play it as it lies, there was no tower in the way. When he first made his putt, the the ball stops on the green. There's nothing in the way. Wouldn't that be the oh, way true. that it lies? I, that's a good point. That's a good point. But, I mean, yes, it is a good point. But the further point is just how ridiculous that actually is. He's like, no, you got to shoot it right You got to shoot it right now. This just makes absolutely no sense. But, no. Doug, Doug, I had to hit it off Frankenstein's fat foot. He's like, he's right. But then, yeah, no, there's Doug to, to give us the ruling. How do you like Virginia Bennett as a love interest? I think she's one of the stronger. Uh, lead female roles in an Adam Sandler movie. Yeah, she's cool. I think she almost comes around too abruptly. Like one day she goes from just like, no, no, no. And then all of a sudden, like, she's full, eh, I don't know. She's so okay. I actually disagree with that because that's okay. how I had felt all the time when I had seen this movie. But when I watched it the other night, I actually didn't feel that way. Now, Billy Madison with Veronica Vaughn, how she, uh, <laughs> how she just like does a 180 overnight from hating him. Like that one yeah, is yeah. super abrupt. This one, ridiculous. This one's a little different. Yeah, I guess she does take some time, and you can kind of tell that she's not like totally anti, even in the game. Well, she's not anti happy. She's always pro happy. She's just anti dating golfers for the conflict of interest. Right. Which, she, which apparently she just totally forgets about <laughs> also. <laughs> I think it's well-developed because she at first is like, oh, my gosh, like a publicist dream. He can hit the ball 400 yards. That's like, true. This guy would be great. We want him on the tour. And always is taking some level of interest in him. Yeah. But we we never really shown that it's a romantic interest. But mm-hmm. when you rewatch the movie and you know what's going to happen – I think it, it ends up making a little more sense than some of the other ones. Yeah, and she also like wants to kick him off the tour, and she convinces him not to. So, yeah, she, it's not a complete 180. You're right. I like her. I think she's good for this type of role because a lot of the formula for his later movies is he gets someone that's much more famous. So I like Julie Bowen, uh, who's more famous now than she was 25 years ago but i think she's she's really does the role really well yeah another thing i noticed just thinking about it how what how weird is it those uh three of those first four movies the lead love interest has the initials vv because i said veronica vaughn and you got virginia venet and vicky valancourt in the water boy interesting i never really realized that you think that's done intentionally that's I'm wondering. I wonder if there's something to that. It's huh. a good point. I don't know. Maybe so. <laughs> but I really maybe there is. I really like the fact that you have this publicist 
in this role where she she has a really important role of coaching happy and harnessing his wild party boy attitude that he's got that he brings to the tour yeah yeah no she does a good job and yeah i i like her yeah she's good good hair it's uh it works out in the end yeah yeah so i i really i thought she was she was really good she's that stood out to me when i was watching it let's talk about the best cameo in this movie zach <laughs> what do you got for me <laughs> bob barker oh my god yeah I don't like how he uh, the way he goes out. I don't like that he beats Happy in the fuck. <laughs> but I guess if you're gonna have a cameo, if you're gonna have Bob Barker on, he's gonna be he's gonna win that fight. He's not gonna come <laughs> on. And, he's not gonna come on and lose that fight. I think it ends up making it funnier because what ends up happening is one Happy's lowest moment since joining the tour. Shooter's trying to sabotage happy Let, let's talk about this for a second we'll come back to bob barker mm-hmm. why does she want happy off the tour so bad when happy isn't really getting anywhere close to the anywhere in the top five on the leaderboard i think he knows that he's a threat like yeah he maybe he hasn't yet but just the fact that he can and also i think he's taking the attention away from because i think that's the main thing yeah that's a good point yeah like maybe it's not so much that he's a threat to winning anything, but he's just taking the attention away from. Like you can even tell it when that were asked him. He's like, uh, "So, what do you think about Andy Gilmore today? Like, hole one and part four. He's like, "Oh, yeah. How did he finish dead last? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> he, he had a good day, though. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty funny. Yeah, that's a good point. Or the scene at the bar where he says, "It's Shooter's tour. Shooter's paid his dues." Now it's Shooter's turn. Right, yeah, that's true. Yeah, he wants all he the He doesn't want to lose the spotlight. It's yeah. his it's his tour now. So I think I think that's the main motivator. But it's interesting that Shooter goes to such extreme lengths to try to oh, get yeah. him off the tour. Because really, it doesn't seem like at any point Happy is posing any real major threat to him for the tour championship. Oh, and yet... No. He wants him off the tour so bad that he goes to the lengths of buying the house that his grandmother. Oh my god! That's <laughs> the most absurd. Yeah. <laughs> and pays like half a million dollars for it or something. I can't remember what it was. Like it was like three fifty. Three fifty, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh my god. And just like the fact they don't know what's coming to, and then he's like, sold to the gentleman in the white sweater, and Shooter just turns around with that smirk on his yes. face. Yeah. He's yeah. <laughs> like, you son of a gun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Making Shooter the ultimate villain. That's just, it's so good. Yeah. It's so entertaining. And I mean, just, yeah, it is how funny he is, is puts him right up there. It's nonsensical why really he's that <laughs> that he goes to such great lengths to try to get happy off the tour but hey we'll roll with it for the sake of the movie right right, right. <laughs> it's, yeah he literally buys a house <laughs> yeah, it's unbelievable. so along the way he hires heckler mm-hmm. to great. which we never we just gonna refer to him as the red lobster guy yeah <laughs> but he is so good he gets in happy's head during this pro-am and he's playing with bob barker and so the reason why i think it's great that bob barker beats him up is 
when you're first seeing this movie, you're like, oh my gosh, he's punching Bob Barker. He's punching a 75, 80 year old man. Yeah. And then just to have the shock of Barker winning the fight, it just it, it adds to the point of it being Happy's lowest moment. Yeah, that's true. And it could be potentially in bad taste if he just beats up on a <laughs> seven-year-old guy uh, <laughs> so yeah that's that's a good point <laughs> so i read something i did a little research for this movie okay bob barker landed all those punches himself he wanted to put those punches in on the stunt double he did some of the stunts there so you're telling me that he was actually punching a human being yes <laughs> wow <laughs> jeez <laughs> that's uh pretty extreme <laughs> but if you look at him the way he squares up when it's time to yeah. punch he's like, all right let's go and he squares yeah. up it looks like he he had been in a few of those before like he knew what so, to do so there was a guy a stunt double that was just there to take punches well is how do they don't they do movies like that i guess i mean yeah i honestly have no idea maybe <laughs> <laughs> but no that's pretty so what is he, is he like a boxing background or something <laughs> i don't know i don't know i don't know how many punches he actually took in return for shooting that scene i can't imagine but right. barker actually rolled down the hill that way but the thing said that bob <laughs> barker did his own stunts in the movie wow wow good for you bob <laughs> must be keeping in good shape bob barker very famous at this time and yeah it made me prompt the question, who is the 2020 version of Bob Barker just mm. coming out in this movie and whooping Happy Gilmore? You thinking specifically on like a reality TV or game show or... Yeah, game show, reality TV uh, host. Maybe, um, I mean, Trebek... Timing's not great for him. Timing's not great for him. Yeah. And personally, before the the recent news with him, I don't know how big of a name he was in terms of to the youth of the. Like, I don't think he was super relevant recently. I mean, he was obviously super famous and legendary, but yeah, maybe not. I, to I think the there youth. are probably there are probably other hosts that are more notorious to the the young people in our country. You think in like Survivor or something? Yeah, so I thought you could have a couple of them. You could have Jeff Probst from Survivor, mm-hmm. but probably even more famous right now, Chris Harrison from The Bachelor. Yeah, I was I was about to say him, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that would work. I can't see that guy coming on and I mean maybe in a different cameo, but in a fight. See but see know. you could never see Bob Barker in a fight either. Yeah, that's true. I never really watched the show, but I'd ima- I imagine he's probably like a pretty cheerful guy. <laughs> and the price is right. <laughs> I think I think either one of those, especially Jeff Probst, isn't a very big human. He's probably like five foot six. Mm. And he on Survivor, I know Zach, you haven't watched Survivor and maybe you did a long time ago, but maybe a little bit, yeah. He really chirps at the contestants while they're participating in the challenges. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, he'll just in the middle of it, he'll just start commenting on how horrible <laughs> someone's doing in the challenge. So Jeez. I feel like it'd be very fitting for him. You could just see him just being like happy, really bringing my team down. Yeah. yeah. Just, <laughs> I can't believe this guy is as horrible at hockey as he is at golf. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that would be a good fit then. 
Wow. <laughs> How about I know you you haven't watched a whole lot of it. How about TJ Lavin from the challenge? Oh, I think isn't he pretty pretty neutral, mild mannered guy? I've only seen yes. a few episodes. He's very mellow. Yeah. So then maybe that would work <laughs> even better then. Uh, yeah, the con- the contrast. He wouldn't be as famous as the other ones. That's the thing. Yeah, that's true. The TJ just losing it, just like, okay, you really want to go? Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen, I saw, I saw, my brother watches that show and I saw one episode and it was like finals and Johnny Bananas won it all. I hear he's the goat <laughs> in the challenge. Johnny Bananas would be a great cameo in yeah. this movie. He's a funny guy. He's, <laughs> he's, he's entertaining. <laughs> that's the thing see this is the thing adam sandler he always loves these random cameos it's billy idol in the wedding singer yeah, it's true yeah that one's great he does he, yeah, he does a lot of so on uh, dan patrick show dan patrick said the one that he's like the one that i feel like if you were to do something now that you would have loved to do is elvis presley and uh, sandler just goes oh, oh yeah. my gosh it's perfect like i i, I wish yeah. i had thought of, i wish i could do that he would have been so great to cast in one of his yeah. movies that would be great unfortunately not possible though <laughs> yeah but yeah <laughs> the bob barker scene the price is wrong yeah it's great <laughs> it's just <laughs> yeah that's unbelievable yeah but uh yeah there's so many good scenes yeah, honestly, we could literally go scene by scene throughout the entire movie. There's something funny in there. Else sticks out. You want to talk? Let's talk about that mini golf scene here. Yeah, I think. I mean, the clown part is hilarious, but it's also. I mean, it's just like an important scene too because he gets he learns how to putt. Like he, he gets good at putting. Um, but yeah. and it's funny. Like what leads up to it too is he chubs off as he's like, "I'm stupid. You're smart. Um, you were right. I was wrong." <laughs> You're very good looking. I'm not attractive. Like everything he everything he says. <laughs> okay, right, I'll dude. do it. Yeah. I've heard enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I like that part of it too. Yeah, no, it's just it's one that that sticks out for sure. <laughs> You're gonna die, cloud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. You're gonna die, cloud. He, like he finally does it. He's like, hey, I did it. <laughs> And he just spits it back out. He's like, ah, 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 ah. <laughs> you're going to die. Yeah. <laughs> you're going to die. Clown. Yeah, exactly. So. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, it's pretty funny. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's great. So that putter yeah. that Chubbs modifies, it's Chubbs putter from when he played on the Pro Tour. And right. he makes it look like a hockey stick. I'm wondering uh-huh. anyone ever tried to make a buck off this idea and sell this for like I don't know 50 bucks. Like I don't think you're actually going to get real buying that, but to like teenagers, right. oh, I want to be like Happy Gilmore, right. 50 bucks metal putter. I don't know. I feel like there's an idea there. Yeah, it's not bad. I'm surprised no one has done that. I, I wonder if you if you did enough digging online, you could find something like that, but. At least not to my knowledge, no one's really tried to to commit to doing that. Um, but yeah, no, you would definitely get some sales out of that. I don't know how many, but I mean, <laughs> yeah. maybe right now wouldn't be the best time. But <laughs> at the time of the movie, that somebody should have jumped on that. Yeah, I'm Googling it. I see one here. Oh, there you go. It says how much? Ho- Ready Golf Hockey Stick Putter. And this is on 
uncarvedblock.com, mm. and it looks very much like the putter in the movie. Who makes it? Ready Golf? Is that? I've never heard of that company before. What's uh? What's the price? One forty. Oof. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess if you're going to use it as a real putter, putters are probably yeah. expensive, but that's pretty expensive for a joke. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. Putters are expensive. Yeah. And if I were to buy a putter for $140 that looked like this, I mean, I'd buy it from TaylorMade. I'd buy it from Odyssey. I'd buy it from right. an actual company that I've heard of. I haven't heard of Ready Golf, though. I don't yeah. know if it's worth it. If you're going to spend that kind of money on a putter, too, you probably want to... <laughs> Get a legit putter. <laughs> yeah. Zach, are you idea, playing though. golf? You playing golf these days? Obviously no. not right now. Yeah, not right now, but really never. I'm just, uh, I still got to learn how to play. It's, um, oh yeah, I'm, I just, I really struggle. It's a uh, transition because I really played growing up and then I took a couple lessons and I did see some improvement, but when you're not doing it consistently, it goes away pretty quickly. <laughs> so I think, we got to get out on a golf course yeah. one of these yeah. summers. You, me, and Barry Dunn, and big man Charlie yeah, Kirk. Yeah, tr- 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 <laughs> it's a tough guy to get a hold of. Yeah. <laughs> I got to learn how to golf, but if you set up a time with Charlie Kirk, I'll be there, whether or not, <laughs> whether I can golf or not. He's still, he's still got to get on the podcast. He keeps saying he's going to come on. It's like, dude's always busy. One of the other cameos in this movie, legendary golfer Lee Trevino. Ooh, I don't even know. Uh, I don't even know. So him. Lee Trevino, Lee Trevino is the pro golf. He's a real life legendary pro golfer, uh-huh. and he's the very quiet guy who just shakes his head at happy no disapprovingly. Okay, yo, I know that guy, of course. <laughs> <laughs> but I know that he's famous. Yeah, that's that adds to the joke. That makes it funnier. That does funnier. I wish I would have known that before. <laughs> but yeah, no, wow, that's funny. That's another great cameo. And he contributes the great line when Shooter says, "Yeah, and Grizzly Adams yeah. had a beard. Grizzly Adams did have a beard." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's a great line. He just always having to be there, but happy. He's at his worst moments. <laughs> like anytime something, anytime happy, there's something terrible. He's just sitting there. Even when Chugs falls out the window, he's there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's I great. I feel like that would have been a nice touch if they could have included him at the end of the movie where he gives him a thumbs up or something like that. That would to have tie been it all back together. It would have cuz like the whole movie he was there for his his downfalls. Yeah, you're right. I would have liked to see that. Or if they show so there's a great part, Mr. Larson chases shooter for oh, the yeah. gold jacket. I believe that belongs to Mr. Gilmore. <laughs> yeah. And shooters, it's impossible. <laughs> and then give me that. And um, I feel like they could have included there. So that transitions to the last scene of the movie, which we'll talk about that a little later. But that transition to the last scene of the movie, they could have transitioned to a ceremony where they're giving him the gold jacket and Lee Trevino could be giving it to him. And then yep, that would have been nice. it could have been like that scene in Billy Madison where he graduates and everyone's there, including Eric, the guy who tried to shoot him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Still yeah, there. They're cool. <laughs> yeah, they're just cool with him. So, like, Happy's just <laughs> like, or uh, Shooter's just like disgruntled, just in the corner, like, Ugh. <laughs> Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, that would be pretty funny. Like he'd come around. And he's, <laughs> fine, fine, I'll go. <laughs> Uh, yeah that would be pretty funny it's a good ending scene though yeah it's a great ending scene but we have to talk about chubbs's death mm-hmm. so we, we didn't even talk talk about maybe the best part of that quote where he says the dang alligator got <laughs> ripped yeah. my hand off to complete it he he may have gotten my hand but i able i was able to get his eye <laughs> Yeah, I got it. No, and he just got right. it in the glass with him. Yeah, and he carries the yeah, glass around with him it. everywhere. He, he got goes. me, but I tore. Yeah, but then and then Happy gets his head. Yeah, yeah. yeah we'll talk about that. In a second. I just love that yeah. the guy, this Chubbs, he's got a wooded hand and he carries around an alligator eyeball in his pocket everywhere he <laughs> goes. Yeah, absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> he, yeah, he got me. <laughs> just carries it around. That's yeah, absurd. <laughs> <laughs> and so happy one of the great things about happy is that he's doing all this fun stuff on the tour that people have never seen anyone do where he dives in and he hits a golf ball into the into a pond he dives in and gets the ball back mm-hmm. well, later in the movie there's an alligator and the alligator takes his ball he follows it into the pond beats it up and he's able to figure out that right. it's the same alligator that took chubbs's hand because right. he's missing an eyeball there aren't any other one-eyed alligators in the yeah. world of golf as we know apparently not <laughs> <laughs> you'd be hard-pressed to find one <laughs> what does happy present as a gift to chubbs after chubbs gives him his putter that alligator that that uh that bit bit off your hand I got his head. <laughs> and then he opens it up, and it's just obviously out of your head. And uh, it doesn't work out after that, but it's about the cows. <laughs> nice gesture. <laughs> and Chubbs is so startled by it. He falls right. backwards out of the window, which kills him, which is sad because we love Chubbs. But we do. I do feel like that was a great gift for Chubbs. I think Chubbs would have really loved to have that head in his arm. Yeah. I mean, if he had the, the hand, you know, then he kind of really conquered the whole thing. Yeah. But unfortunately, he wasn't ready for it, and the window was open. I think that, that those were two very thoughtful gifts. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> One of them didn't work out so well. What does happy love more than golf? Hockey. Yeah. You know, I'm, a, I'm a hockey player, but I'm playing golf today. Mm-hmm. And uh, he gets his putter. And so then he thinks, well, what, what would Chubbs like? I gave him his head. And if he carries that eye around right. everywhere, of course he'd love to have the whole alligator's head. <laughs> <laughs> that is very thoughtful. Yeah, I never really put the pieces together like that. But yeah, he literally has that that eye in his pocket at all times <laughs> to show people. <laughs> so I'm sure he would have enjoyed the head. That's what I'm wondering. Would he have tried to carry the alligator's head everywhere he'd go? Would that be his thing? Oh, I don't think he could pull that off. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's got to go on the wall in the office. I think so. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> the club pro office. <laughs> Another iconic, in just there's so much that's so quotable from this movie. Mm-hmm. I really hope that no one has ever attempted what Happy was doing in the batting cages. Oh, my God. You see so many <laughs> memes about that and stuff all the time. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, that that, that part's unbelievable. He's like, what are you doing? <laughs> 364 days to hockey tryouts. I got to toughen up. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty unreal. <laughs> and the kid tries it. It says it's 90 mile an hour batting cage. Oh, yeah. And there's a the child in there. Like, what? Yeah. Happy takes it off the head. 
Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. But but also yeah, there's like that kid's hitting ninety. Yeah. Like, come on. <laughs> Happy takes it off the head, ninety miles an hour, just straight in the face. Like, no. Of all the product placement in this movie, Zach, which one had the greatest influence on you? Because I got mm. there are a few. That's not one They're I all really food related. For. I mean, I, Subway is an obvious one. Yes. Um, I used to eat a lot of Subway, so maybe that one. Um, <laughs> there's Subway. There's Red Lobster. What else is there? Yep, Red Lobster. Pepsi. Pepsi. <laughs> Diet Pepsi. Um, <laughs> probably Subway. Subway's a big one because, yeah, he loves Subway. He does a Subway commercial. Yeah. Which could have, I don't know. I feel like that could have aired as a real commercial. Yeah. No, it's great. He got, he's getting Subway at the beginning of the movie, too. He's a big, big Subway guy. I want to refer to a tweet from a friend of mine who tweeted four years ago. I just remember this when we were at college, and uh, I looked it up the other night and pulled up his old tweet. Is it weird that I only get cold-cut combos because of Happy Gilmore <laughs> <laughs> at Subway? <laughs> That's a great tweet. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I've ever had a cold cut combo, but if I did, it'd be because I have a Gilmore. Well, you probably haven't had the combo, but the cold cut, like, I was thinking this. In terms of catering, whenever you're at some type of an event, like a graduation or some type of party, there's a sandwich platter. I'm a big fan mm-hmm. of the sandwich platter. Ooh, yeah. You know what? Maybe I have had one then. Because I know I've dug into some sandwich platters. Yeah, it's just... And I do the, like the sandwich platter. The question is, was it Subway for you? Because it could have been Jimmy John's. There are other places that do the yeah, sandwich platter. Yeah, I think I've had a few different ones. Yeah. Throughout my sandwich platter career. Sandwich platter is great. I end up eating way more... Like I end up like eating like three or four sandwiches. <laughs> to, right, yeah, because like, you think they're... It's like, oh, they're small. And then, yeah. <laughs> then you have six and... They're not so small. <laughs> <laughs> it ends up being triple the amount of what you would have eaten if you were just ordering a sandwich at right. Subway. But the sandwich platter, for whatever reason, you're just encouraged and incentivized to just keep eating from the sandwich platter. And it doesn't, like, I've never been overfilled by eating all those things from the sandwich platter. I'm just like, oh, that was good. Yeah, yeah. No, it's I, I love good. I haven't had sandwich platter in a while, but yeah, love a good sandwich platter. Yeah, we had, uh, it was a wedding I was in a year ago, and there was a sandwich platter before the wedding, and I was like, oh, this is yeah. great. No one's going to, no one's going to faint today. This is going to be perfect. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Everybody is eating well. Exactly. And I'm always like, some people love to like shy away and I'm like, oh, I'll have one or, you know, I'll lay off, but I, uh, you know, it's just more for me. Just get in there and I'm not shy about it. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes they don't put any type of mayo or something on there, so you have to. They got like the condiments in a little plastic bag. Yeah, you gotta get grab some, like, those condiments. Yeah, some must. That part makes it kind of annoying, actually. Yeah, that that's an inconvenience. Mm-hmm. But I will say, it's a good way to do condiments, like to have mayo in a packet rather than a jar. Oh, for sure. Yeah, it, I mean that's then you get your own little individual packet. You can walk away from the platter as opposed to having to scoop it out of the jar. Yeah. That's, exactly. That's, that's the way to do it. Yeah. It's way yeah. better. Way better. Subway, the big winner of this one. Yeah. They probably paid the most money because he does a full sub commercial. But yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. That's gotta be a winner. And I used to eat, a, I used to love Subway. 
grown up high school. Subway? Yeah. I still like it. I haven't been to Subway in a while. Always consistent. Now, if you go to like probably what's the place I'm thinking of? Like Jersey Mike's. It's probably a little better. Jersey Mike's yeah. is the goat. Yeah. But that wasn't around as Subway, it's like, all right, it's cheap. You're gonna get it pretty quick. It's simple, and they have them on every corner. They're everywhere. That's true. Yeah, they're everywhere. It's much easier to get your hands on. Yeah, they're very consistent, but they're not very high upside, like Jersey Mike's or Potbelly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. Uh, high floor, but also kind of a low ceiling. Yeah. Official Absolutely. Reveal. So Subway is the big <laughs> winner in this movie, I'd say, then. Yeah, sure. As far as product placement, yeah, they, they killed Although it. Although I did... When I heard Shooter mention the Diet Pepsi, when he just mentions a regular Pepsi, I was like, that does sound kind of good right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, Pepsi's great. Can't beat it. I mean, they have to pay probably three times as much for the Subway promotion, not just for the fact that they get a full ad in there as opposed to just the uh, just the mention of a Pepsi, but... It's endorsed by a good candidate and happy. It's not endorsed by a shooter. Yeah, I wonder how all that works. Uh, I don't know much about that. Like, what is? I mean, I'm sure Subway definitely had some sort of deal in there because that was that was all over the place. Well, you always you get paid to have the product in the movie, right? Typically, right. but yeah, I can't I can't even come up with that. No number. one does any freebies. So my right. dad is a relations professional. One time, he was working. He had a partner that was a chocolate company. And they had said, this movie said, hey, we'd like to have your chocolate in this movie. And my dad says, well, okay, like how much is this going to be? $10,000. All right, well, what's going to happen with this chocolate bar? Oh, well, someone's going to take a bite of the chocolate and then spit it out. <laughs> my dad's like, uh, no. You want us to pay $10,000 for you to spit out our chocolate? Yeah, that doesn't make a lot of sense. <laughs> Okay, no. Yeah. <laughs> that wouldn't make a lot of sense. <laughs> so what else from this movie, Zach? What else do we love? What are some other things? Quotes. What are some of the quotes that you've always mentioned that you always quote from this movie? Yeah. I think I think we hit on a lot of them, but um one one, one I like too is um is a Ben Stiller. When yes. he's on, he's on the phone, and <laughs> he's, he's like, "Well, you know, the the, the price is two hundred dollars per quilt. Like, this is hammock quality stuff we're talking about." <laughs> and then he hangs up. <laughs> he's like, "I got good, I got good news. We're extending our to crash by four hours today." <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then my fingers hurt, and you know that whole scene is uh, is pretty. Well, now great. your back's gonna hurt because oh. you just heard yeah. yard duty. Oh. <laughs> Oh, your fingers hurt. <laughs> yeah, but that, that's one of like as a kid, I don't know if I thought that was that funny, but then you realize how crazy that guy is, how bad of a person that guy is. <laughs> and and it's hilarious. He's running a sweatshop out of a nursing home. Yeah. Yeah. This is dollars per quilt. I can't imagine what that guy would be yeah. doing during this COVID nineteen madness at a nursing home. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. He's not concerned about it at all. That's for sure. They're developing masks. No, yeah. Yeah. Business has got to keep going. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, What about you? Well, not really one that a quote, but a couple that come to mind for me that are just really funny. Shooter is one of the good ones. 
when he's talking to his caddy and he says, "Hey, what do you think?" The caddy says, "Ah, fire iron." He says, "Give yeah, give me the wedge." Oh. He chips it in, and by the way, I don't know what that caddy is thinking. Why would you ever swing a five iron from that? Uh, it looks like he's only chipping from like thirty yards away or something like that. Yeah, how do you go from a five to a wedge? But anyway, <laughs> so that's where I was like, maybe Shooter is right, but Shooter just says, chips it in. He does his bo- like his whole Shooter routine where he he. Boom! Like shooter, you know whatever. And he goes, yeah, yeah, you're fired. <laughs> yeah. Fire enough. You're fired. <laughs> bye bye. Yeah, that was hilarious. I also yeah. like the happy's girlfriend leaves him, and he always references that his girlfriend died from that point on. Or he <laughs> he's talking to Virginia, and he's just oh like, yeah, he's just like yeah. You know, my girlfriend's dead, you know. <laughs> she died yeah. in a car. Or she, uh, girlfriend's she, she fell off a cliff yeah, she or something. Yeah, she fell off a cliff on high impact. <laughs> yeah. Hey, my girlfriend's dead, you know. <laughs> oh, I'm really sorry to hear that. <laughs> we haven't even talked about, oh my goodness, uh, at the nursing home, Grandma says to Happy, hey, what about that nice girlfriend of you? Oh, yeah, she died in a car accident. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like it's nothing. <laughs> yeah, she fell off a cliff. She's dead. Yeah. <laughs> And then the Mista Mista lady. Oh my god, yeah. Mista! Mista! Get yeah, Mista me Mista lady. <laughs> it sounds like a it sounds like a voice that Adam Sandler's doing himself. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, What about that orderly guy? He seems really nice. And then he's just uh, he's like <laughs> through the window. He's like at her. <laughs> You know that Mista Mista lady? Yeah, I think I, think I, just, I just killed, killed her. her. <laughs> <laughs> you know that Mista Mista lady? <laughs> the Mista Mista lady. Yeah, it's just all time, top to bottom. Interesting fact about this movie that I found out. So, the play-by-play guy in this movie, I, I think it's Vern Lundquist. Yeah, it is, yeah. yeah. Color guy. Do you know who the color guy is? Um, oh man, I, I've heard this, and he says like one word the whole movie. I don't think he says a single word the entire I says, movie. I think he says, mm, like he makes a noise if once. If that's yeah, a word, right. if that is a word. You're right, that's not a word, you're right, he makes a noise. <laughs> uh, who is it though? I can't remember. He's Adam Sandler's roommate from college at NYU. Wow, that guy's so loyal. And he just wanted to get him in the movie. He doesn't, so he, he's not an actor, he doesn't right. have any lines, and it's just like... He's always, so when you watch the movie, look out for the fact, okay, this color guy is never going to say anything. Right. And it's so funny because you look out for that. He just goes, mm. yeah, mm. <laughs> yeah that, that is hilarious. Wow. has got to be the most loyal celebrity of all time. Absolutely. <laughs> gets all his boys in there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's unreal. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know. For we talk about Chubbs keeping the alligator eye with him everywhere. Happy keeps a puck with him everywhere he goes, too. People don't realize that. They say, yeah, because they're at the, the rink, and he's like, you, keep a, you carry a hockey puck around with you all the time? He's like, yeah. Yeah, of course I do. <laughs> of course. Yeah. What do you mean? <laughs> I think one of the most quotable ones for me when I was a little younger was the, uh, stay out of my way or you'll pay. Listen to what I say. <laughs> yeah. I can make things out of clay or, or lay by the bay. Uh, I just may. <laughs> what do you say? Maybe I'll just eat some yeah. hay. I can make things out of clay, lay by the bay. I just may. <laughs> <laughs> what do you say? 
<laughs> yeah, that was great. I'm just um, looking for the other half of this bottle. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there's some fruit right there. <laughs> the last scene is great. We hear Tuesday's gone and Virginia, Grandma, Happy, and the homeless caddy who has not been mentioned yet this whole podcast, which is pretty surprising. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll give him some love uh, in a second. Yeah. But he looks up into heaven and he sees Chubbs, the alligator, and Abraham Lincoln all <laughs> waving at him. Yeah, that one. Uh, never really got that one, but <laughs> it's funny. I mean, it's supposed to be random slash funny. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. funny because Which it's it like, is. oh, Chubbs and the alligator are friends now. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Oh, I'm glad they. Uh, I'm glad they resolved their differences. <laughs> Up there in heaven. And he got his head back. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which is great. Maybe there's a little bit of a nod or an homage to the Star Wars. Uh, I don't know if you call it episode six or episode three, but it's third one of the original Star Wars movies where uh-huh. he looks and he sees the ghost of Anakin, Ben, Kenobi, and Yoda all like huh. waving to him. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know if it's just Star, Star Wars guy. It's a good connection, though. I'm not a Star Wars guy either. Yeah. Like that's, I really do not know a whole lot of Star Wars. I just know that the original trilogy. I'm familiar with that. Yeah, neither do I. Yeah, I've seen. I think I've seen all the movies at this point. But yeah, I don't. I don't know that many details. How do you like this uh, homeless caddy who doesn't have a real name? <laughs> they never mention his name. He never talks. Yeah, never has a name. Showers in the. Uh, Showers in the pond <laughs> uh, at the course. I think he, he he might only have like a one or two lines, but um, yeah, the one I remember is just uh, I think it's a uh, like three inches left or something. He's like, ah, no, it just just looks that way because he only got one shoe on. He's like, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's great though. This is what I'd like to know: Does Happy help homeless guy out at all? Because he's so. He helps his grandma out, able to help the homeless guy get off the streets, or does he remain homeless? Oh, I'm sure he is. I think I'm sure he helps him out, but I think that guy, and I could be wrong, is overt. Yep, yep, that's him. Yeah, he's uh, he's in all the movies. He's in he's the in Wedding the Singer. Yeah, but I, I never really knew that was him until probably the last few years. Yeah, he looks very different. Yeah, he does. And yeah, apparently, I haven't seen Jack and Jill, but apparently he reprises his role, same homeless man in Jack and Jill. Really? Yeah. So maybe Happy didn't help him after all. <laughs> yeah. Happy. Absolutely. There's a lot of Theo Doyle's, Theo Doyle family. <laughs> they're in. They're in Click and um, Billy Madison. Oh yeah, they're in Click. I forgot about yeah. that. It's it's the neighbors and the kid is kind of like a little Brad. Yeah. Oh Doyle <laughs> so, rules. Yeah, he must not like the O'Doyle family. He had to have some guy in high school, O'Doyle, that just he did not vibe with. They didn't get yeah, along. Imagine being that guy now <laughs> and seeing all these. I feel like we've covered so much with this movie. Are there any other quotes or yeah. moments from this movie that we didn't touch on that you want to talk about? I think we hit everything pretty good. Do you have any what takes or opinions on this movie uh theories anything you'd bring up one i was gonna say and we kind of we've mentioned it a couple times about shooter 
I think he's a top five villain of all time, even outside of just sports movies. I mean, not from just from a standpoint of how entertaining he is and how quotable he is. Like he's he's tough to beat him, and I'd probably put White Goodman up there too. <laughs> um, <laughs> but is that uh, from uh, from Dodgeball? That's do- that's Dodgeball. Yeah. <laughs> <See> Dodgeball? <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah another Ben um, Stiller outstanding performance. Ben Stiller outstanding performance out of Ben Stiller. Um, yeah, those are really the um, probably the two big ones for me. Um, what about you? You know who's another one? Another one uh, from the move last movie I podcasted on was High School Musical. Sharpay okay. Evans, High School Musical. Not great. Never villain. saw. Never saw High School Musical. What? Yep. Well, he's something to do during this quarantine. <laughs> yeah, man. I'll have to check it out now. People have been saying that to me for for years. That I gotta see High School Musical, but uh, I'm sure your girlfriend would enjoy watching it with yeah. you. Yeah, maybe at some point. And <laughs> <laughs> got a lot of uh, little free time than usual right now, so might throw yeah. it on there. Yeah, we didn't even talk about Happy's Happy Place. We did not. <laughs> the happy place is great. I love the the dwarf. I'm the assuming is is that shooter? <laughs> the dwarf? Yeah. What is that? It's just a random dwarf that's in there. It's just yeah. like happy, <laughs> likes the little guy, just, just riding around yeah. <laughs> on the tricycle. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess that makes sense when you think about the the movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that one's pretty funny. A happy place. <laughs> I mean, that's a lot of Ed Sandler's comedy where he just likes to throw something really random in there. <laughs> yeah, he does do that a lot. I love it. Though. Like Abe Lincoln. Yeah. yeah, big Adam Sandler guy for sure. <laughs> he did a movie that Abe Lincoln is in, and Abe Lincoln is played by Dan Patrick. It's a Western movie called The Ridiculous Six. I haven't seen it. I have not seen that either. Is that recent is that the comedy yeah it's a netflix original i believe is it a comedy or is it yeah uh, it's comedy okay yeah i mean any movie dan patrick is abe lincoln i mean right yeah come on yeah Yeah. (laughs) let's see made a drastic career shift to more serious roles did you ever try to put yourself in a happy place when you be going to sleep or uh shooting free throws or anything like that uh, yeah, I would say more of like a calm place than a happy place, I guess, which is kind of the same thing. Yeah, what what your place look like? Um, I don't know. I kind of, I would say probably just totally relaxed in like a safe area, maybe surrounded by people close to you, but, you know, really just a moment where there's no stressors. But I would say that's, you know, kind of what happies is and a little bit more raunchy way, I guess. <laughs> Mine is uh, definitely, I remember I used to think about this even before I had a name for it. I thought of like a happy place before I had even seen this movie. Mm-hmm. And that's definitely a, a quotable thing too that came out of this movie. That was a big thing you hear people talk about. What's your happy place or put yourself in a happy place. Yeah. So, Mine, it just goes back to being a kid. We used to go to Tampa every spring break, and just I just envisioned myself like laying out on the beach in Tampa, yeah. right in front of the ocean. Yeah, yeah. Mine's kind of the same way. I put myself like in my bed, maybe though. Chill. <laughs> I feel like that's a that's like a big sports thing. I think too. It's just like yeah, hey, you gotta relax, put yourself in a happy place. 
Yeah, and I feel like the time I'd always need to relax the most would be shooting free throws. Like that would oh, be yeah, the main sure. one. Yeah, it's easy to get nervous there, and you almost like you almost like forget how to shoot them. Yes. Enough. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you really gotta relax. Like what? I can't feel my arm. <laughs> Another one that is good is the happy place where Chubbs is singing. We've only just oh, yeah. begun. Hey, happy. It's all right. I got my hand back. Yeah. Lifts up both <laughs> his hands, but the piano's still playing. Yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> That's all right, though. He's in heaven, so. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So this movie, where does it rank in terms of all-time great sports movies for you, Zach? I'd probably... It's definitely top five, but... I mean, there are some more ones that are less comedic, but I mm-hmm. you know, like remember the Titans, Miracle. Um, there's a lot of them. Yeah, it's hard to say. I would probably put a top five, though. What about you? Yeah, you know, I would say this movie is, for the longest time, when people would ask me what my favorite movie is, I feel like I'd always want to have a at least somewhat sophisticated answer, like Goodwill Hunting or one of those yeah. types of movies, maybe The Fighter. But recently, I've come to realize that this is in fact, my favorite movie of all time, and the reason why really? the reason why Zach, the way that you can measure it, wow. is whenever it's on TV. I mentioned this earlier. I will always, I just, it's a, an instant reflex. I will always click on it anytime I see it on the guide and I'm going to finish it every single time. I, I don't, those other movies that are better movies, I don't rewatch them in the same way. I feel like it's a good measuring stick That's for what true. your favorite movie is. That's a good indicator. Yeah. Because is it like the highest quality no. movie you've ever seen? Maybe not, <laughs> but... But yeah, the fact that you can just watch it over and over again endlessly is probably what makes it your favorite movie. Yeah, I think Major League is another one that I can watch endlessly. Um, yeah, that that's up there too, actually. Now, yeah, mentioned. the Rookie is up there. I mean, oh, that one's great. I really like Rookie of the Year too. That that's got good replay value as it's well. Classic, yeah. The Rookie. I was actually watching that like a week ago. So here's the thing, Zach. I've never seen Caddyshack. I. You know, I'm kind of in the same boat. I I seen it one time, <laughs> and it was on it was on a bus ride. Uh, but apparently, it's great. Are you um Are you a Fever Pitch guy? Fever Pitch is solid. It's a fun one. Yeah, it's a good. Yeah. Another one. It's not really the movie that you watch with all your bros, but uh, you know, with your your sister, your mom, your girlfriend. My favorites, I think. It's a family movie. I mean, yeah. do you just would you just get together and watch it with your brothers though? Probably not. Um, <laughs> oh, maybe, maybe. I think I'd yeah. maybe watch her with me. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. It, yeah, I guess no, it, it I could. could work. Yeah. But I guess I'm categor I'm generalizing here and categorizing right. it right. as such. And that's maybe that's just the thing with Drew Barrymore movies. <laughs> right, yeah. Yeah, it's true. Although the wedding singer is just awesome all around. Yeah, that's a great one. Yeah, I think we're on the same page though that this is an elite all-time great sports movie. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, for sure. It's definitely right up there. Is Happy Gilmore your favorite Adam Sandler character? Uh, probably. I would, yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. Maybe, 
Maybe Mr. The, Deeds. This is just such a good guy. Deeds is good. <laughs> but uh yeah. <laughs> Gilmore is the most entertaining. Sure. I would say either Happy or Bobby Boucher. I think okay, those are yeah, the two. Yeah, that one's pretty good. Yeah, Bobby Boucher. Bobby Boucher, <laughs> that one's like weird for me, though. I almost feel bad for him half of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> or I do feel bad for him because everyone's so mean to him. It's like, ugh. <laughs> But then eventually, I mean, it works out eventually, but everyone's so mean to him for so long. <laughs> All right. Well. Yeah, he's great. Oh, here's another one. So he dives into the pond to retrieve the ball mm-hmm. that he hit in there. I'm wondering, does he only have one golf ball? Because it seems <laughs> like he only has like two or three clubs. Yeah, I I, th- I think maybe he doesn't fully understand that even if he goes and gets it, he's still going to lose a stroke because <laughs> 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 you lift it up. Yeah. I mean, maybe he's, maybe he's working on a s- small supply there. <laughs> yeah. I never really thought about that, <laughs> but, uh, no, that's a good point. <laughs> oh <laughs> man. Scene. <laughs> All right, Zach, this was so much fun. What, yeah, appreciate Would it. Would you like to uh, you like to throw out your Twitter handle, your Instagram, anything of that nature while you're here? Um, not a big social media guy. Uh, I don't even. I have to honestly look up handles. <laughs> but um, <laughs> no, so I'm okay. What about no? You you take the floor. What are you plugging? Well, I'll do it after I send you on your way. Oh uh, okay. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> any uh, any closing uh, parting thoughts you have? Um, not much. Uh, yeah, second, second run through here. Um, it was great. Starting to feel a little more comfortable with the flow. Um, so this is another great topic <laughs> for me. Um, you know, unfortunately yes. baseball season has been postponed. So our, our preview, our, uh, previous preview was kind of, uh, for nothing at this point, but, uh, well, we will do it. We still got to do yeah. our NL preview yeah, together. It will. Um, yeah, I mean, at this point, once, once we have a, a date for, for baseball, I guess it'll make more sense. Well, Zach, this was so much fun. Thank you so much for joining me. The only guy who spends more time in the sand than David Hasselhoff. <laughs> Zach oh, Jones, everyone. Up. Oh, my God. <laughs> I just, I realized I never quoted that one, and that's one of the most quoted lines from this movie. <laughs> That, that was perfect. That was perfect. Yeah, wow. That was, almost, that was almost too smooth there. <laughs> that was great. Thank you, Zach. We uh, appreciate right, your time. Right, yeah. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. And just like that, another episode of the Jack Vita Show in the books. What a great time it was talking Happy Gilmore. As we all found out, my favorite movie today on the Jack Vita Show. So much fun having Zach here. If you would like to follow me on social media. My handle is at Jack Vita show the same on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, facebook.com slash Jack Vita show. You can follow along. I post stuff on there and you will always be in the loop whenever there's fresh content available, always posted on there. You can also subscribe to the Jack Vita show, write a nice five-star rating and review on Apple podcasts for the podcast, or subscribe wherever it is that you get your podcast, whether it be Stitcher, Spotify, YouTube, you name it. We are active on all of those platforms. Somebody left a negative review of the podcast on Apple Podcasts, so we need to get some more 
positive reviews going. Leave a five-star review and write a few kind words. Goes a long way for us. And I really, really, really appreciate it. Take care, all of you guys. Please stay safe. Stay in your homes. We will get through this time. We're making it through it. Sadly, no masters yet, but I think we're going to get through this soon enough. I trust it. I keep, I'm trusting God. I know God is good. We will get through this time. Believe it. I do. Until next time, I'm Jack Vita. Bring in the dance of the lobsters. <laughs>